Welcome to the Mrs. Rev Podcast, where we equip and empower you to fulfill God's call with joy and with purpose. Get your Bible and get ready to take some notes as we jump into another episode of the Mrs. Rev Podcast with your host, Pastor Joey Miller. Hey, and welcome to the Mrs. Rev Podcast. Thanks for tuning in today. If you're watching on YouTube, welcome as well. Go ahead and uh, leave a, a comment, leave a review, uh, subscribe to the podcast, screenshot it, and let us know that you're listening. You could tag at L Ministries or at Joey Miller, and we'd love to hear from you. We're going to dive in to God's Word today, and I'm so excited about it. So grab your notebook, grab your Bible, and we're going to get started. Today, I want to talk to you about taking down Goliath taking down Goliath. And I want to talk to you about uh, different Goliaths that you might be facing in your life and how you can overcome them, that you don't just have to accept the things in your life that you don't like or that are challenging to you, but through God's word and God's power, he's given you the ability to take down every Goliath in your life. I've had to take down Goliath. And so when you when you get on the other side of it, you realize that God's power is sufficient uh, to break through any obstacle that you face, that there's not a place that you have to stay stuck there's not something that you have to just live with and just go uh, through life with. God's empowered you to change the things in your life that you don't like. So let's get into God's word. Let's take a look at 1 Samuel chapter 17. Of course, we're going to look at the story of David and Goliath today. It says, now the, the Philistines gathered their arm, armies for battle and they were gathered uh, and, and it goes on to say, and Saul and the men of Israel were gathered and encamped in the valley of Elah and drew up the line of battle against the Philistines. And the Philistines stood on the mountain on one side and Israel stood on the mountain on the other side with a valley between them. And there came from the camp of the Philistines a champion named Goliath of Gath, whose height was six cubits in a span. And he had a helmet of bronze on his head, and he was armed with a coat of mail, and the weight of the coat was 5,000 shekels of bronze. He had a bronze armor on his legs, and he had a javelin of bronze slung between his shoulders. The shaft of his spear was like a weaver's beam, and his spear's head weighed 600 shekels of iron. And it goes on to say in verse 8, he stood and shouted to the ranks of Israel, why have have you come out to draw up for battle? Am I not a Philistine and you're not the servants of Saul? Choose a man for yourselves and let him come to me. If he's able to fight with me and kill me, then we will be your servants. But if I prevail against him and kill him, then you shall be our servants and serve us. And the Philistines said, I defy the ranks of Israel this day. Give me a man that we may fight together. When Saul and all of Israel heard these words of the Philistines, they were dismayed and greatly afraid. Now David was the son uh, of uh, of uh, an Ephraite of Bethlehem and Judah, whose name was Jesse, and he had eight sons. And said, in the days of Saul, the man was already old and advanced in years. The three oldest sons of Jesse had uh, followed Saul to the battle. And the names of these three sons, uh, it's going to go on. Verse 14, it says, David was the youngest. The three eldest followed Saul, but David went back and forth from Saul to feed the father's sheep in Bethlehem. For 40 days, the Philistines came forward and took a stand morning and evening for 40 days morning and evening it says they took a stand and uh and it goes on and it talks about uh the battle and how in verse 19 now Saul 
Uh, and they all had all the men of Israel were in the valley of Elah fighting with the Philistines. And David rose early in the morning and left with a sheep and a keeper and took provisions and went as Jesse had commanded him. And he came to the encampment as the host was going to the battle line, shouting the war cry. Uh, and it goes on to say in verse 22, And David left the things in charge of the keeper in the baggage and ran to the ranks and went and greeted his brothers. As he talked with them, uh, he they told him about the champion, the Philistine of Gath, Goliath by name. And uh, he came out of the ranks of the Philistines and spoke words uh, against the armies of Saul. And David heard him. All the men of Israel, when they saw the man, fled from him and were much afraid. And the men of Israel said, have you seen this man who has come up? Surely has come up to defy Israel. Verse 26, And David said to the men who stood by him, What shall be done for the man who kills the Philistine and takes away the reproach from Israel? For who is this uncircumcised Philistine that he should defy the armies of the living God? And the people answered him in the same way. So shall it be done to the man who kills him. Now, I want you to take a look at this. Uh, this is a long passage of scripture, but of course we're talking about taking down Goliath. So we had to read the passage uh, where we're talking about David facing Goliath. So we're going to pause a little bit here in the story because I want to take a second and talk about the different Goliaths in our life. Goliath is just a term that we use for anything that really opposes our identity or our destiny in our lives. Anything that opposes our identity or our destiny. That's what we see here that Goliath was doing. He was uh, on the field. Uh, on the field here, he was he was defying the armies of Israel. He was challenging their identity. He was challenging their destiny, and that's what giants did back then. Giants were around. Uh, they actually surrounded the the promised land. They actually uh, would surround on both sides the promised land, and it's actually in the book of Exodus. Chapter 13, those were the giants that, that God was referring to when he said he had to take the people of God a different way uh, through Midian so that they didn't see the giants and get afraid and, and go back to Egypt because that was always the way the giants were. They would intimidate. They would bring uh, fear upon the people of God and just like a, an overall feeling of discouragement, of hopelessness. And, and really that's what the Goliaths in our lives do. They bring about a feeling of hopelessness and discouragement and really come against the identity of who we are as children of God and the destiny that we hold because of that. You know, when you understand that, you realize that the first point today is identifying Goliaths in your life, identifying Goliaths. So really stepping back and saying, you know, what are the things in my life that are challenging who I am in Christ? What are the voices? What are the, what are the, the, uh, the words that maybe I'm hearing in my mind or people have spoken over me? What are the issues in my life that are Goliaths to me? What are the things that I just uh, can't seem to get by or past? Or when I think about them, I get discouraged and just it just speaks defeat to me. Taking a minute and identifying those things in our lives, not meditating on them in a way that we feel even more hopeless, but saying, you know what? I'm not meant to live in discouragement. I'm not meant to live in hopelessness. That I'm not meant to, to live in constant torment by these giants. But I'm meant, meant to thrive. I'm meant to enjoy life. The Bible says that, that 
that I walk with Jesus, that Jesus came to give me an abundant life, an abundant life. The enemy came to steal, kill, and destroy, but Jesus came to give me life abundantly, John 10, 10 says. So when you understand that, you say, you know what? Anything that speaks against that abundant life, and that could be abundance in any area of your life. It could be physical abundance, anything that's challenging you in the natural. It could be emotional, anything that's keeping me from walking in abundance of joy, abundance of peace, or spiritually, you know, what is that thing that's that's almost tormenting me in my life whenever you say you know what that's not God's plan for me God's plan for me it is to walk in abundance then you start to recognize the Goliaths that are around you the things that are opposing your joy opposing your peace keeping you out of your promised land so to say or your destiny so once you really identify these things, then you can start to deal with them. But it's sitting back. And I remember, uh, you know, different times in my life when I at different seasons of my life where I've had to deal with different Goliaths, things that that I've had to make a decision uh, to identify and say, this thing is not going to uh, win in my life. This thing's not going to take me out. This thing's not going to keep me down, but I'm going to identify it. And after you identify it, you could take responsibility for it. Point number two is this, is take responsibility to take out your Goliath. Take responsibility. And as we read in 1 Samuel 17, you know, David came on the scene. He identified who the enemy was. He identified Goliath. They were like, look, this this Philistine giant is basically taunting us. It said for 40 days and 40 nights, he was just spewing insults over and over and over and over again. And David showed up on the scene and he asked his brothers, who is this guy that would defy the armies of Israel? And, and so they said, look, this is a giant. He's going to kill you. We're going to have to serve them. And, and and so David really said, no, I'm going to take responsibility. We read on, on in the story and we see how David stands up. And um, he in verse 31 of 1 Samuel 17, he says, it says, when the words that David spoke were heard, they repeated them before Saul. And he sent for him. And David said to Saul, let no man's heart fail because of him. Your servant will go and fight with this Philistine. And Saul said to David, you're not able to go against this Philistine and fight him for you are but a youth and he has been a man of war from his youth. But David said to Saul, your servant is used to keeping sheep for his father. And when there came a lion or a bear and a, a, a lamb was taken from the flock, I went after him and struck him and delivered it out of his mouth. And if, and if he rose against me, I caught him by his beard and struck him and killed him. Your servant has struck down both the lion and the bear and his uncircumcised Philistine will be like one of them for he has defied the armies of the living God. And he goes on to say, the same God who delivered me from the paw of the lion and the paw of the bear will deliver me from the hand of the Philistine. And Saul said to David, go and may the Lord be with you. Taking responsibility for your Goliath. So we see here that David said, you know, I'll do it. Nobody else is going to do it. I am going to stand up and I'm going to fight for what is right. I'm going to fight for uh, the freedom of Israel. And there's a point in our life that we have to take responsibility for our freedom. We have to take responsibility to say, you know what? After I've identified the things in my life that are coming against my destiny, coming against my family, coming against my identity, after, you know, you identify those things, then you have to step up to the plate. You know, victory is a decision a lot of times. You know, people 
might look at my life and, 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 you know, I'm a pastor's wife and, and I have a wonderful life, but everything good that I have is because the Lord has, you know, been with me and empowered me to fight through some battles, to come into victory, to recognize different Goliaths that were trying to take me out or hold me down. And through his power, I chose to take out those Goliaths. You know, victory is a choice. A lot of times it's choosing to say, you know what? I'm not going to just live a life of misery. I'm not going to just live in this place, but I'm going to stand up. I'm going to fight for my family. I'm going to fight for my destiny. I'm going to fight for my freedom, for my peace, for my joy. And whenever you take that responsibility, you see God's power start to work on your behalf. He, he gives you all of the power. Everything you need to live a life of godliness is found in the word, the Bible says, found uh, through, through his instruction, through his commands. And Holy Spirit lives in you to empower you to fight the fight of faith. But you have to choose. You have to stand up and say, you know what? It doesn't matter. It doesn't matter what, what my past is. It doesn't matter uh, words that have been spoken over me. It doesn't matter the situation that I'm in. But this is where I'm at. These are the Goliaths, and this is how I'm going to take them down. I'm going to do it. I'm not going to wait for someone else to fight my battles. I'm not going to wait for somebody else to validate me. I'm not going to wait for somebody else to uh, break me free. I'm going to stand up and say, this is my decision. You know, so just like I had to choose to fight my battles, you have to choose to fight your battles that you might look at me from the outside and think, how could I ever, how could she ever understand what I'm going through? Well, let me tell you that there's been battles that I have had to make a choice to fight through to see victory on the other side. And I walk in victory with no reminiscing of of any of those Goliaths that would want to, to show up in my life. And you can walk in that kind of freedom too. You can walk in peace and joy, but you have to make a decision to fight, to say, you know what? I'm taking responsibility for, for this issue in my life. And nobody, I'm not waiting for anyone else to do it. I'm not waiting for my husband to do it. I'm not waiting for uh, my pastor to do it. I'm not waiting for my friend to do it. I'm not waiting for my mother to do it. I'm standing up and taking responsibility to take this giant out. Stop waiting for somebody else. Stop looking for excuses. You know, whenever you whenever you uh, wallow in excuses and self-pity, it leaves you stuck. It leaves you in that place. It said, that the people of Israel were actually dismayed and struck with fear. And whenever you replay, uh, you know, those things that maybe have happened to you, whenever you uh, listen to the voice of the enemy, whenever you let the, the Goliath in your life taunt you, you know, you're never going to break free of this. You're never going to get past this. You're never going to get healed. Uh, things are never going to change in your life. Just spewing lies day in and day out that were contrary to what God's will was for the situation it, it left them in a place of fear and hopelessness and whenever you choose to stay stuck and you choose to not take responsibility that's what you're doing you're just letting the enemy speak those lies over you and it paralyzes your faith it leaves you in a place that that you feel like you can never get out of you feel like things are never going to change you feel hopeless you know one of the Goliaths I had to choose and I've shared about this before on the podcast was you know my weight after I had kids I was really, you know, outside of my normal weight. I was overweight by like almost 100 pounds after I had my last baby. And so, you know, I had to make a choice. Either I was going to, you know, I, I remember thinking, why is this happening to me? You know, everyone else has babies and they're back, you know, in their skinny jeans, like right away. And, and why? I feel like a completely different person. And I feel like my husband doesn't love me anymore. And I don't feel worthy, you know, of, of anything good in my life. And, and all of those crazy thoughts, that was like a Goliath just taunting me and telling me, you know, you're never going to 
break through this. You're always going to feel, you know, worthless. You're always going to feel ugly. You're always going to feel, you know, just hopeless in this situation. I mean, having to lose a lot of weight like that is a hopeless situation. You know, I used to sit in my closet and cry when I'd have to go out to events that that required me in anything but sweatpants and and just really feeling down and there came a point in my life that I was like okay I can either cry about this for the rest of my life and feel bad and hide or I can face this Goliath face this Goliath and say you know what this isn't going to take me out and and praying about a solution and and getting discipline and getting a plan and putting into action you know that was a very uh, you might say oh losing weight that's a very natural thing but it was uh, it was me taking action to take my Goliath out me taking responsibility to take down the giant that was taunting me that was making me feel uh, everything that was contrary to my identity in Christ everything contrary to my destiny I had to stand up and say no more and nobody could do it for me my husband couldn't lose weight for me my kids couldn't lose weight for me I had to make that decision I had to take that Goliath out my mother passed away you know, I remember, and I've shared this before as well, you know, that was a Goliath that I had to overcome of, of um, you know, of really just meditating on uh, when she passed away. You know, I saw her and it was not a pleasant sight to be in my mind. And, and, and you know, I remember laying in bed at night and that scene just like playing over and over and over and over again and triggering emotions and being sad and opening a, a door of like fear, like how could that have happened and what else is going to happen? And there had to be a point that I had to say, enough is enough I'm taking out that Goliath I'm not just going to listen to it on replay over and over in my mind taunting the people of God 40 days day and night day and night and so David had to come up to the scene and say enough is enough enough is enough and that's what you have to do in your life. You have to say enough is enough. I'm stopping the, the recording going over and over in my mind. I'm stopping, you know, in, staying in self-pity and self-loathing. And I'm going to overcome. I'm going to take out this giant. There is power when you do that. There is power. You see, you can never, you can't just make a peace treaty with the enemy. If you notice in the story of 1 Samuel 17, it wasn't like, oh, you know what, that's fine. You know, if if, if we win, we win. If we lose, we lose. And, and we'll just go our separate ways. And no, it was, if you lose, then uh, you're going to serve us. And, and if, if we lose, we're going to serve you. And so you can't just make a peace treaty and decide that, you know, everything's just going to be okay. You can't just keep tucking things underneath the rug, so to say. You can't keep saying, oh, you know what, that's an issue in my life, but I'm just going to tuck it away for right now. And no, it'll, it'll, manifest in some way so you have to say you know what? I'm going to be a person that doesn't just pretend like things aren't happening in my life I'm not just going to pretend like uh, these voices aren't affecting me that, that the enemy's not affecting me in these areas that I'm going to stand up and say I'm taking responsibility to take out this Goliath I'm not making a peace treaty with the enemy I'm not backing off and saying you know what Uh, I'm just going to live with this for the rest of my life. I'm just not going to get too radical in my faith. I'm just, no, you need to stand up and say, I'm taking responsibility for this. This stops here. I'm not going to be stuck. I'm going to move forward in freedom. So after you've identified your Goliath and you've taken responsibility, the third point is confronting, actually confronting the Goliath in your life. And, And I love this part of the story because David is just like completely, bold and and it says that in in verse 48 it says when the philistines arose and came and drew near to meet david david ran quickly toward the battle line to meet the philistines 
He ran quickly. He put his hand in his bag and took out a stone and slung it and struck the Philistine on the forehead. The stone sank into the forehead and he fell with his face to the ground. So David prevailed over the Philistine with a sling and a stone and struck the Philistine and killed him. And there was a sword in his hand. Then David ran and stood over the Philistine and took the sword and drew it out uh, and, and uh, out of its sheath and killed him and cut off his head with it. When the Philistines uh, saw their champion, the, their champion was dead, they fled. And and I love this because, you know, David ran towards Goliath. You know, in, in the scriptures before that, uh, Goliath was trying to, to dictate to David what was going to happen in this situation. He was telling David, he said, uh, let's look in verse 44. The Philistines said to David, come to me and I will give your flesh to the birds of the air and to the beast of the field. See, he was he was trying to. He was trying to intimidate David, like he's saying, look, go ahead, come on and fight me. And I'm going to basically feed you uh, to the birds. And and he said, um, I will give your flesh to the birds of the air and the beasts of the field. And then David said to the Philistine, you come to me with a sword and with a spear and a javelin. But I come to you in the name of the Lord of hosts, the God of the armies of Israel, whom you have defied. This day, the Lord will deliver you into my hand and I will strike you down and cut off your head. And I will give the, your... Uh, I will give the dead bodies of the host of the Philistines this day to the birds of the air and to the wild beasts of the earth, that all the earth may know that there is a God in Israel, and that this assembly may know that the Lord saves, not with a sword or a spear, for the battle is the Lord's, and he will give you into our hand. See, I love this because the enemy was trying to prophesy to David of what was going to happen. He was trying to say, look, this is how your life's going to go, David. And David turned around and he flipped the script on Goliath and he said, no, let me tell you how this situation is going to go down. And he said, look, I'm going to defeat you and then I'm going to cut off your head and I'm going to feed your flesh to the birds of the air. And, and if you if you really understand what's going on here, you understand that you have the same power that David did when the enemy tries to prophesy into your life and speak uh, that things aren't going to turn out good, that, that the word of God isn't going to come through on your behalf, that you're always going to live in, in that situation cycle of dysfunction that just your mother was like that you're going to be like that your children are going to be like that uh, you're never going to have a good marriage things are never going to turn out when he starts to do that do what David did here he came and he confronted Goliath with truth he flipped the the switch on the enemy and he said look you're, you might be coming at me with a sword and a javelin but I'm coming to you with the power of God and that's what you need to open up your mouth and declare and say it's 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 not uh, I don't have to figure out in my mind how things are going to turn out the Lord's going to give Give me the plan. He's going to give me the power and he's going to give me the courage to confront this Goliath. And as you start to do that, you're going to start to see things change in your life to confront him. To say, you know what? I'm not going to live like this anymore. And this is how my story is going to be. To start to prophesy your story. To talk, start to prophesy until your Goliath goes down. And when you open up your mouth and you start to speak, you're going to see that, that depression fall. You're going to see those chains break. You're going to see hope again in your situation when it seems hopeless. So, And, and we see how David, the, the story played out. David's prophecy came to pass. He did. He, he killed him with a slingshot and a stone. But then he took Goliath's sword, cut off his head, and, he, and just like... Like David said, it all came to pass. And today, you know, as you're listening to this podcast, it's really important that you confront your giants. It's important that you just don't let life dictate to you, but you can stand up and say, you know what, I'm going to start prophesying over my life. Not only am I going to prophesy, but the Lord's going to give me a plan of action to put into place to see this thing come to pass. And as you start to speak that over your life, as you start to speak uh, positive things out of God's word, God's God's promises over your life, his covenant promises for you, it's going to confuse the enemy. He's going to be like, wait a second, I 
I thought I had her bound. I thought I had her hopeless. I thought I had her questioning her identity. I thought I had her giving up on her destiny. And all of a sudden, you're speaking in faith. And when you speak in faith, faith rises within you even more. And you start to see God's plan unfold in your life. That abundant life starts to manifest before you. Not only before you. But I love this because the, the story of the giants doesn't stop in 1 Samuel 17. It goes on in 2 Samuel and it talks about in 2 Samuel 21, 15, that David's mighty men rose up and started killing giants as well. That once David took out a giant, it changed everything. All of a sudden they realized, uh, the people of Israel realized that it was possible, that it was possible to take out these giants that had, had been uh, daunting to them, that had kept them out of, uh, of their promised land clear back in Exodus. Uh, whenever you start to understand that, that one man standing up and then all of a sudden all of his men started to become giant killers as well. And so as you break forth in your life, in your family, you're going to start to see a trickle effect that the people around you are going to stand up and courage and say, wait a second, she doesn't, she, she doesn't have to just bow down to fear anymore. She doesn't have to stay in that place of hopelessness. Wait a second, her marriage is actually turning around. Wait a minute, she feels confident again. Look at her. She feels strong and healthy. She's accomplishing everything that God has for her to do and people are still going to start to look at that and they're going to start to to take down the giants in their life as well and once you take down your giants you know uh, it stops in that generation your children don't have to deal with those giants uh you know your grandchildren don't have to deal with those giants you take them out once and for all so today know that you can take out your goliath take out your giant don't let the enemy just dictate to you how your life's going to be don't stay stuck you know know this that every battle Every battle that you come up against, you have the victory. Your position in a place of victory is a child of God. The only way that you cannot win is if you quit. And you don't quit by listening to the, you, you actually quit by listening to the voice of the enemy for him to tell you that you're someone different, to make you feel like you're fighting from a place of hopelessness and it's, you're never going to win. He's so much bigger. He's so much stronger. And that's all a lie. And when you understand that and you confront it, you take responsibility and you say, no more, I'm going to confront this thing, you start to see those giants fall. And that's my prayer for you today, that you take a minute, you identify anything in your area, any area in your life that is speaking contrary to God's plan, to God's identity, to who you are in Christ. And you take a second and you're like, wait a second, these are some Goliaths that I don't have to, I don't have to live with them. I don't have to let them have entrance into my life that I can stand up and say, this is not how it's going to be, Goliath. Let me prophesy to you what God's word says. Let me prophesy to you about a, a marriage filled with peace and love, that my children will be healthy. Start to prophesy God's word over that Goliath that's tormenting and, and just daunting you and see how he falls. And you'll walk in victory and you'll walk in freedom. And you'll see the people around you start to walk in victory and freedom. And you'll break generational issues uh, over, over your family just by standing up and saying, no more. It, it ends here. Goliath's going down. So be blessed today. Stand up, take your authority, walk in your destiny, and become everything that God has for you today. God bless you, and I'll talk to you next time on the Mrs. Rev Podcast. Thanks again for joining us for the Mrs. Rev Podcast. Once again, do us a favor and subscribe, but also leave a review and a rating. If you have any comments or questions, we'd love to hear from you. So after you subscribe, request to join our closed Facebook group and feel free to leave your questions there. Have an amazing week and we'll see you next time for another episode of the Mrs. Rev Podcast.